Hello, everyone. We are back. This is Richfield Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Dr. D. Santis, and welcome to our, I, I, I would say this is like our fourth season here wow. of doing Ridgefield Tiger Talk. Yes, we started it the school year of 1920, and now we're in 23-24. So this is- 1920. Yeah, the, yeah, oh. the school year, because we started it- 1920, I understand. Yep. Um, we actually started at the beginning of COVID as a way to start communicating with parents, but it became so popular and everyone loved it so much that we just kept doing it. And we think it's it's a great way to keep the community informed. I'm joined today with the one, the only, Corey Gillette. She's our assistant superintendent of curriculum and instruction and uh, been on the show many times. We're so happy to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you, Wes. I'm so happy to be here. And congratulations on uh, the beginning of your fourth season. That's amazing. Uh, it's great. It's great. Hopefully many, many more to come. And yeah. uh, we are excited of all the cool stuff we're doing in, in the district. I'll talk about a few things. I'm hoping uh, now that we have media production at the high school, down the road, we might be able to do a student-run Tiger Talk every once in a while. That okay. would be amazing. Yeah, I'm That's really cool. excited about that. So, um, you know, we're, we're working on all sorts of cool things, getting our kids involved, but I figured the best way to start off this year, recently we had a board meeting, we talked about our district priorities and uh, we won't go over all of them, of course, but we figured that this is a, a nice show to begin the school year with, to talk about some of the things that we are looking forward to here at Ridgefield Public Schools. Uh, so, um, Ms. Gillette, if you'd like to get us started, what are some of the priorities that we are working on that you are excited about? It's hard to choose, Wes. There yeah. <laughs> are so many priorities that, that we're excited about, that I'm excited about, that my team is excited mm -hmm. about, that Dr. Hannaway, across all the facilities. Yep. But, but since I'm here today and you asked me to be a guest, I'm gonna share the, some of the curriculum priorities that we're really excited about. Oh, cool. So, I think, let's see, I can choose many. I, one, of, one thing that we're excited about is studying the impact of class size on teaching. That's something that we've heard from the community that's important. And um, we wanted to, to respond and see what we can learn about class size across the district, um, uh, facilities, and um, all that important, all the important factors that, that help you think about class mm -hmm. size when it comes to teaching and learning. So that's one thing we're going to be studying this year. Is that uh, across all grades? Are we focusing on certain areas or is that everybody? It is all grades, but I do believe we're going to start by looking at the elementary level first. Okay, great. Yes. And we definitely do have guidelines already. So that's something that we're looking at that was decided by the Board of Education years ago. Um, so that's part of, that's just part of the process. So it's something yep. that we're going to pay attention to this year, study, and then present to the Board of Education. Um, Great. Another thing that we're working on that, um, we didn't expect to be working on this quickly is something the state of Connecticut informed us about, and that is the change in the kindergarten age. So entrance to oh. kindergarten, um, now starting actually next fall has to be, a student has to be five by September 1st. Ooh, and, and how is that different than how it used to be? It used to be that a student had to be five by December 31st, and now oh. it's September 1st. So it means students need to be older um, going into kindergarten. Um, so we this is one of our priorities because this is something that we have to make a, a change on. And 
Um, we want to make sure that we have um, a good understanding of everything the state is asking us to do in this process and that we understand what the transitional year looks like because Absolutely. next year is a transitional year. So the team right now actually is working on a presentation um, that we will have at the next Board of Ed meeting on 1010 to talk about this topic because I know there are some parents of um, expected to be kindergartners for next year who are wondering if yeah. their child is going to be able to go. So we're working as hard and as quickly as we can to understand all the different regulations around this change. And That's another priority. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast, the day it comes out on the 6th of October, which is Friday, um, we would just want to let you know that that board meeting is on the 10th, which falls on a Tuesday That's right. because That's right. we have Monday off on the 9th. Just want people to know that if they they tune into YouTube on that Monday night and they realize there's no stream, uh, which happens sometimes, I'll get an email like, where's the stream? I'm like, oh, it's tomorrow. It's on Tuesday. So just letting people know that. And and two other big priorities I know that we've talked about over the years are around um, gifted, starting at the elementary level again, and world language at the elementary level. So, oh, exciting. So two, um, two studies that we're doing in, in those two areas with the hope of having a presentation very soon for the public to hear um, what we're learning and what we think um, would be best for Ridgefield Public Schools. Absolutely. So those, are, those are areas we've talked about for a while. Many times. Um, and we are looking to see what's best practice and what could we implement um, in either of these two areas to meet the needs of all of our students with languages and um, with a gifted education program. And what could that look like here? And could our budget hold that, whatever that is? And that's what we're studying. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you know, as we always say, we have a few podcasts each year dedicated to just the budget, but that's always a consideration. You know, we would love to do everything all the time. Everything. There are many right? things that we would love to do. Yeah. Many things that, <laughs> you know, are, are across the district that our buildings would love. Yep. Um, we'd love to fully update some of our auditoriums. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have many things that we would like, but we have to make choices just like any budget and any family. Um, we do the same for our town. Um, so, so really that is part of the process is when we study these different priorities, we really need to present um, to the community, to the board of education, um, what we, after studying, think would be the best idea. Mm -hmm. And then we have to be also cognizant about how much that costs and, and what that would mean in our total budget, um, because that's where sometimes mm -hmm. choices have to be made. Um, and, and that's why yeah. we have the whole budget process. Absolutely. You know, I'll just give an example so that so people who didn't follow last year's budget process, it, you know, I run the technology department and we actually had a very uh almost no budget increases in my budget last year because we focused on security we felt security was a huge priority in our district uh the the all community members felt yes we needed to bolster community so some departments said hey we're going to step back this year on some of our needs because we feel that we need to focus on security we got the security in we're feeling good about that and now we're moving forward so these are the types of gives and takes it doesn't mean that we're not going to do something it just means you might have to put something off a year or so Yes, and we love our new school security office. Absolutely. Humongous uh, upgrade. We leveled up there. Right? Absolutely. We really, we, did. we really leveled up. Definitely leveling up. And uh, of course, if you remember, we will have our uh, director of security 
on this podcast probably in November. So those of you who are listening, uh, we'll have an update on all the cool new security things that we've been doing. Um, and this, this, not the uh, other stuff, but you've been doing a lot of work with uh, the visual performing arts department. I know that's also been a big priority here in the district is to um, evaluate and bolster the VPA. Absolutely. This is the second, maybe third year we have the visual and performing arts as a district priority. We do value the arts and we have been doing a ton of work across all three areas and now really looking at our facilities for the last almost three years. Um, this year we are continuing to work on expanding those pathways um, for our visual artists and our um, students who like to engage in theater. So Ooh. we are supporting uh, and partnering with our PTAs at the elementary level to make sure that all of our students at the elementary have an opportunity um, by the time they graduate from elementary school to be in a musical. If they would like. um, we are also working on pathways for the visual arts. Our art teachers at the middle school are offer offering after school art clubs this year so that our students oh, really cool. see themselves as artists and and think about perhaps engaging more at the high school in art, have some opportunities in small groups with their art teachers to do um, those really high level projects that that perhaps aren't possible during the day with a larger group of students. So we're really excited and very thankful um, to our middle school art teachers for that opportunity. Um, and again, right now, actually, something to celebrate with VPA is that we have our first ever K-12 art show, visual art Ooh. show at Erms at East Ridge Middle School in their art gallery. It is beautiful. Mm. The custodial staff and the art teachers at East Ridge have worked so hard to clean up that gallery. We got new lights. It is, it is a full gallery from kindergarten to 12th grade. And last night was opening night. It's going <laughs> to be tonight from 5.30 to 7, Wednesday night and Thursday night. So actually, I'm not sure. By the time this podcast comes out, people probably won't be able to go. But I hope you went. Um, we'll take lots of pictures. Yeah. It's so amazing <laughs> to see our middle school artists find their art pieces and then look at the art pieces of the students above them to get an idea of all the amazing opportunities that we have for visual artists um, in our district. So really that was that was kudos to to our teachers. This was an idea that came from our teachers and a special thank you to um, uh, Mike McNamara and Linda Johnson for really working with the teachers to um, advertise and organize that department. But that's that's really part of our district goal. It continues yeah. to be to expand those pathways to increase the amount of communication, really access that the community has to our students' work. It's so exciting. Oh, that's that's amazing. I mean, I, we can even say uh, recently at the high school level, we bolstered the VPA art with more digital tools. Uh, this is the first year that if a student takes digital art, they all have classroom iPads where they can actually use the, the Apple pencils along with high-end like Photoshop machines and uh, they can now work collaboratively with other departments. And we're even thinking about bringing 3D printers into that. But this year, we're also focusing on the middle school. And we're working with those art teachers at the middle school to get them newer computers so they can start integrating some of that kind of digital artistic stuff into their um, into their lesson. So it's it's been a really, really cool, cool endeavor. And I know those teachers, thank you. Thank you, Wes. And I know the teachers are so 
thankful for your partnership with them and yeah. figuring out what tools are available that can actually um, enhance um, the artistic process because there are many ways to be artistic and creative and I am so excited that our our students at RPS are getting many, many different kinds of opportunities to find what is create what is creativity to them. Absolutely. Um, we were talking about that last night. And that does support what we're doing at the middle school this year, which is continuing to um, create additional, actually we're revising our curriculum to make sure that we do have some of those digital arts in there that you're talking about. Yep. Um, because when our students go to the high school and there's opportunities for them to engage in digital arts, um, through the VPA department and yeah. outside of the VPA department, it would be really nice if they had a, a you know, a taste of it, if they Absolutely. had a chance to try and see if they liked it. So since middle school is a lot about trying things and trying yep. new things to see if you like them, um, we just want to make sure that they get a taste of that too in middle school, because that could be a career for somebody. Many, Absolutely. Many people have careers that are related to the arts. Um, and we want to make sure that that engagement starts in, in middle school. And that's that's what our priority really is is around when it talks about expanding pathways. It's yeah. exactly what it is. So I super see. cool and really yeah. exciting. We're really, really excited about that. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I call it the smorgasbord model at this middle school because that's what you want. You want to expose yourself to these things. So when you go to high school, which has you a little bit more of a choose your own path, yeah. you can see like what options. But we also recommend at the high school level to try some new stuff because you never know what you might like at the high school. That too. Yeah, that too. There's, there's so many great options for our students here. Um, well, uh, are there any other quick topics that we might have missed with the priorities and we did talk a little bit about VPA. Is there any other things you'd like to tell us about? Sure. I mean, we are continuing to do the sim the work that we're doing in VPA is similar to the work that we're doing in many departments, mm -hmm. including yours, library media, looking yep. at those um, computer science standards, yep. we're working in um, PE and health, especially mm -hmm. 612, because we know that um, emotional and physical health are connected. So that's really important. And again, everything is important, we think. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hard to say, important, yeah. important, important. Yeah. Um, and in addition, we are continuing to work to ensure welcoming, safe, and, and inclusive spaces for all of our students. So we have already worked towards that goal this year mm -hmm. because all of our elementary teachers, actually half, and then soon the other half, um, we'll have engaged in workshops around anti-bias training um, for the adults in the building. Um, and the first series that had three of the six elementary schools um, was wildly popular with our teachers. They felt that it was very meaningful and relevant to their practices in schools because all of our students deserve to have schools where they feel safe and where they can learn and be comfortable um, and, and included. Yeah. Nobody, does, nobody wants to not be included because if you don't feel like you're included, you can't really engage in all the learning and collaboration and innovation um, that's available through for them through our curriculum. So definitely something we're going to continue to work on and, and we're going to continue to send our educators out to conferences, um, both local and national, that um, are learning communities in this area. So continuing to work yeah. on that um, is always a goal for us. Mm -hmm. And and I actually want to give a little shout out to you, Corey, because uh, you know the past two years you've really helped us find a lot of great 
PD to go off to other districts. We got to see how other things are learned. I went to a, a great technology conference in Philadelphia earlier this year. It made me learn a lot about AI. Don't worry, there'll be a podcast about AI probably later in the year. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's uh, one of our priorities too. <laughs> oh, that's one of our many priorities. But uh, you know, in and it's it's really great that our educators here are able to grow in this way and to be exposed. I think it's great to be in Ridgefield a lot of the times, but every once in a while. It's great to go somewhere, see how other people do things, see how other experts are shaping the field. And then we bring that home back to Ridgefield. And I think it's it's been a great experience. Thank, thank you so much, Wes, <laughs> because and I thank the, the Board of Education yep. and the Board of Finance for supporting our curriculum budget last year and this year, which has a, a lot of opportunities for our teachers and our administrators mm -hmm. to engage in high quality professional learning, like you said, both inside and outside of our district, because yep. um, we we are a learning organization and we want to be <laughs> at the top of our game. And oh, we yes. be at the top of our game if we're not included in these national conferences with the people in our field. Like the conference you went to, that is the premier conference for technology in the country. Yep. Um, and we had a bunch of representatives there, um, both teachers and administrators. So the fact that our district um, is able to participate in that way just means that our students benefit and that we mm -hmm. continue to get smarter because when we know better we do better and i think that's why our priorities are so long if you exactly look, i don't even know how many pages this is yeah uh, we're talking probably 10 15 minutes already and we're not even close to hitting all of them no um, but i do encourage um, anyone who's listening if you want to know more about the priorities to um go to the Board of Ed website. It was a handout um, um, that we gave out when we presented our priorities. Um, and please feel free to watch that um, Board of Education um, meeting that is recorded and on our website as well, because there, there are many, many items on this list that I didn't even come close um, to yeah. And uh, if you're if you're on the Board of Ed website, it's on the September 11th uh, packet. So everything's on there. You can go and see all the priorities because at, as Corey just said, uh, there's a lot on there. This podcast would be very, very long <laughs> if we were. And just because we didn't talk about it doesn't mean it's a priority. It's just we only have so much time. Right. They're all important. Yeah. That's what They're all doing. important. Yeah. Everything's important. <laughs> well, uh, I want to let everyone know that uh, that it was very hard for Corey to take time out of her incredibly busy day. It's been it's been pretty busy around here, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, and uh, I'm sure you'll be on the podcast a few more times this school year. So don't worry, you're not going anywhere. Oh, thank you, Wes. It was so fun to be here. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you are already subscribed. So let everyone here in town know that the number one podcast for Ridgefield is Ridgefield Tiger Talk. It still is, even though we've been away for about two and a half months. But we're back now. Uh, every every week we have a new episode on Friday, most of the time. I do want people to know that we usually take long weekends off depending if the friday's off or depending if we just don't have a show that week sometimes people have to cancel because you know at school people get sick stuff happens uh but we usually try to do a show almost every friday and uh the topics are always pertinent and we we love doing it is that it i think so all right so i want to thank uh corey for being on the show and i want to thank our wonderful audience for taking the time to listen to us this is dr d signing off